Well, this is a bit of a weird one. Having some connection problems. YouTube, not there right now. But we're going to forge ahead. And I'm going to keep an eye on things. Finger on the pulse, as they say. And if uh, if I can, I'll throw that... Uh, I'll throw that YouTube video up as soon as humanly possible. In the meantime, Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers, take us there. Curry Brothers. We are the Curry Brothers with their track, Link Ray Gun. Always very appreciative of that uh, song as our theme. What a great, great band, as always. And I did remember, if you were listening in the last week, to make that boilerplate, you can assure yourself the link to their album will be in the show notes. Sorry, just having some problems here. A bit late. Sat down at the old Compi 365, and uh, one of my monitors was just showing static the whole time. Didn't know what was up. Rebooted. Reboot took a long time. The reality is it's probably time I stopped running Windows 7. What do you think, kids? Also, my chair is really high. That's better. Get me into my right zone. Anyway, then I booted back up and now I don't have an internet connection so I don't know what's going on but the good news is we've got the Instagram machine running I am recording locally uh, Justin's here so that's great and uh, yeah if somehow my internet connection comes back on my PC I will throw that YouTube link up but in the meantime we're just gonna forge ahead it's late I've already had quite a wonderful day but it was a day as I like to say. And so, yeah, let's just get into this. I picked a cracker of a beer. Incidentally, one I haven't had in quite a while, a couple of years, probably, if I'm honest. And I do like to be honest with you uh, here at the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, your host, Chris Schreier. I'm getting a ton of reflection off my glasses in this Instagram video, which I would really like to remedy. Oh, now I've really pooched things. Is it that my monitors need to be angled a little? Nothing is happening tonight, guys. Nothing's working the way I want it to, which is a shame because I've had a pretty great day. For it all to fall apart now, well, we're just going to go with reflecty glasses lenses. Hey, what's up? Hey, Monday. May the 20? No, let's try that again. 16th. May the 16th. You know what this weekend is? It is Victoria Day, the May long weekend coming up. And with that in mind, I selected what has to be the most Victoria Day beer out there. Roman Candle from Bellwoods Brewery. Because, of course, nothing says shows, I should say, your admiration for a long dead British monarch than lighting off a bunch of very unsafe, highly polluting uh, fireworks. Most of the time in public space uh, where they could do great amounts of damage. I digress. We are going to crack into a Roman candle. I have a 
glass around here somewhere. Sorry, I had to, I was messing around with cables. It's just, it's been, it was a process to get here, but I'm glad to be here now. Let's pour this just on the one camera. I don't have a YouTube camera right now. Still don't have an internet connection. On the computer. Obviously I do on my phone because you're watching this right now. And of course, if you're listening in the podcast player of your choice, well, that's dependent on your internet connection, not mine. Roman candle. Look at that. In a Guinness glass. That is opaque. That is orange juice levels of opaque. Yellow, opaque. In my lighting, touching a little bit on orange in the middle, but predominantly just a lovely opaque yellow. Nice bit of uh, dense white head up there. If you don't know, by the way, Roman Candle, IPA, from the good folks over at, at Bellwoods. This one is, it's something. And like I said, I haven't had it in a while, so let's, uh, let's see what we see, as I like to say around here. Oh, man. This actually smells a lot like Cigar City High Alai. Just putting that out there. Or maybe High Alai smells a lot like Roman Candle. Oh, shoot, man. This is like white grapefruit and orange juice and clementine. Maybe a little floral. Maybe a bit resinous or evergreeny, but it's mostly peel. It's like grapefruit and orange peel. It's juicy smelling. I think I'm going to drink it because we're running late already. Got to move things along. Hmm. It's less juicy on the palate. It's actually, it's quite evergreeny when you drink it. And very peely. Very grapefruit peely. Amazingly, not crazy bitter. Um, I feel like... I think they... I think maybe they're making this a little bit more New worldy than they were maybe... When they first started making it, maybe they tell me now they make it this way all the time. But it's not super bitter. It's very delicate. Tons of aroma. Again, evergreeny and like a little resinous. So there's some bitterness there. So weird. Yeah. Yeah, more earthy and, and piney on the palate. Peachy, too. The fruitiness is a bit more peachy on the palate. And by a bit, I mean a lot. But I still get a lot of grapefruit and orange on the nose. It's just not as prevalent on the palate. It is there, and it's interesting. It, yeah, definitely some citrus peel. Definitely some evergreen earthiness. It feels or it tastes 
like I think it's going to be a lot more physically bitter than it is. Hey, Jake. But it's not. But I think my brain's getting messages that's making me go, oh, this is very bitter. But then I'm like, no, not really. Mouth isn't squeaky at all. It could build a little, maybe. But it's quite gentle out of the gate. Just really aromatic. And interestingly, in the mouth, it, it comes across more uh, dank and evergreeny. But on the nose, it's super citrusy and, and peachy on the palate, which... I mean, I think I get some peach on the nose now, but it wasn't something that popped out to me until I drank it. Mmm. That's very interesting. I haven't had that in a long while. It's very tasty. This is a cool IPA if you don't love big West Coast IPAs, but you don't want it to just be aromas. Like, it does have some some backbone to it, but, uh, it's an interesting one. I like this. This is very much in my wheelhouse. And yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a Roman candle. A couple years anyway. It's interesting. I'm trying to think about the grain bill a little bit. I think there's wheat and oats in here. I'm just guessing. Not just guessing. I have reason to believe that. There's a density to the beer that I, I feel is very characteristic of wheat or of, of oats. And there's a little bit of a weedy tang. Just a little. I think. That could be the hops. Pretty sure about the oats. Oats, just velvety. Just such a nice way. Oats almost feels like it's cheating. It gives such a nice weight to a beer without making it like too medium-y bodied. It doesn't make things feel syrupy. It just adds this nice velvety density to the beer. It's quite something. Yeah, that's, um, it's pretty nice. So interesting how much more piney it is on the palate. And it is building a little. Again, not the bitterness. I'm not getting like even anything on my cheeks, let alone like my teeth. But uh, it's actually funny because uh, uh, there, uh, what did we have last week? Oh, what did I have last week? Help me out. Um, and I don't have access to the internet on my computer. <laughs> Oh, I just remember it was an IPA that I liked that I thought it was like, oh, it was uh, um, Hello Friends from Left Field. Oh, I'm getting tired, guys. And I was like, it's everything I like about a West Coast and everything I like about an East Coast mixed together. This is actually like that, although it's leaning more towards the East Coast. There's less of that physical perceived bitterness, uh, but still really nice. Again, velvety body, beautiful hop aromas. Very aromatic in the palate. Less assertively bitter, but it works really well. Yeah. Hmm. That's a very lovely, well-made IPA. Good use of hopping in that.
just about just about bang on actually it's interesting i wonder actually now that i think about it new england ipas have become so not alpha acid related like they're just aromatic it does make me wonder i can't remember the last time i had like a heady topper or a focal banger i wouldn't be surprised if focal banger was a little bit more like this with some perceived bitterness just not a lot of perceived bitterness as opposed to say like hello friends or like a west coast ipa which has quite a bit of uh, perceived bitterness i wonder if we've pushed that further and further away but sort of the original founding members or more like this. Incidentally, this is an older beer now. Roman Candle was like, maybe even from the first year of operations uh, from Bellwoods, I think. It's been around for a while. Um, really, really nice stuff. So yeah, Roman Candle, Bellwoods Brewery. I picked this up at the LCBO. It is a little spendy, I'm going to warn you. It's a fiver for a can, which when you compare, like, people will be like, oh, but, like, I buy Dab for, I think, two twenty-five a can, so, like, less than half the price. And actually, it's a full 500, whereas this is a 474. This has a lot more hops in it uh, and is made in an entirely different scale. But... Uh, you know, are you going to buy a case of these? Maybe if you if you love them, I would say get it. But uh, this is more for me. I'd pick up two or three of these. Oh, hello, hatchet. Uh, I would pick up a couple of these, uh, you know, in a mix of other things um, and just have maybe one on the night, you know, just as a little interesting IPA diversion. 6.8%. Um, Not massive, but it's there. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite nice. Mm -mm -mm. I am a little bit stuck thinking about what we're going to eat here. Partially because I feel like I kind of am in a rut with food. I think every time I have a beer, I kind of think about the same three things. And I need to... I need to expand my horizons. That's what it comes down to. Um... The other thing is I tend to kind of just drink things that I like, and I know the things that I like all kind of fit into a certain... certain wheelhouse. Mmm. I want to play with the citrus, especially because the citrus isn't as prevalent on the palate. It's more in the, in the nose. Um, so we're going to play with the citrus... You know what we're going to do? I know what we're going to do. You're going to have a lemon bar. You know what a lemon bar is? It's like, a, it's normally a cookie or a pie crust kind of base with a, a, a curd, a lemon curd on top of it. Um, Quite firm. Very popular at the coffee shop. Goes great with the right cup of coffee. Holy moly. I love a good lemon square. Um, you could just get a lemon square. Like, go to your local patisserie, get a lemon square. Or whatever, coffee shop, etc. Pretty sure you can get them at, like, uh, you know, the, the bakery section at your grocery store. That's fine. But, don't make it make your lemon square 
lemon bar. Make sure you're using a recipe where you're using some lemon zest, not just lemon juice, okay? That's important, we want some lemon zest. You could get a little wacky, and instead of making it a pure lemon bar, you could use some grapefruit in there. Again, please use the zest. Um, that would be delicious and delightful. And here's where you can go real crazy and, and what's gonna work really well with this. Probably not in the curd. Maybe, I've had ones that have like a shortbread base, which that's nice. So do that. It's gonna be a shortbread base with lemon curd or maybe lemon grapefruit curd on it. Yeah, and then in the shortbread base, use some rosemary in the shortbread with the lemon bar, with this beer. That's going to be amazing. So obviously the lemon and or grapefruit is gonna tie in with those aromas that you're getting but that you're not tasting so much. But then the rosemary is gonna draw that piney, evergreeny thing really nicely. Plus, rosemary is also a little floral and there are some floral notes in here. The weight of the beer is gonna go nice with the sugar density of the lemon bar but there's enough bitterness to stand up against both that and the rich sort of shortbread base. So that's your project. Buy a Roman candle for the long weekend for your Roman candles, which you should not light off. That's gonna be the PSA, put a pin in that. I'll probably forget about it. Make some lemon bars with a rosemary herbed shortbread base. It's gonna be so good. Mostly complementary flavors there, not a ton of juxtaposition, but you don't always have to go the juxtaposition route. It's totally fine just to use complementary flavors to play with uh, uh, what's going on in your mouth. I think that's what we're gonna eat. A lot of usual suspects apply here. A lot of Thai food would go really well with that. Again, maybe not the super spicy stuff, doesn't quite have that level of bitterness, but it could hold up for a good spell anyway. Mm. It's just a really nice IPA. That's real, real good. Uh, by the way, I said, yeah, I bought it at the LCB a little bit spendy. You can also buy it at uh, Bellwoods, obviously. Both uh, the Hafis Road location, which is their main production brewery, as well as the OG on Ossington. And they do do uh, orders. Uh, the guy I play a bit of music with at church, our, our violin player, Nick, we were chatting, and apparently through most of the pandemic, he's been uh, he's been ordering Bellwoods. That's been his jam. He said, "Yeah, oh, I am." He's Australian. Oh, yeah, mate. Just about the only thing I've been getting is Bellwoods and uh, uh, Blood Brothers. So that's what he's been drinking. Cheers to Nick, friend of the pod. Does not listen. You don't have to listen to be a friend. Uh, Nick is definitely a friend of the pod. Okay, you got the PSA. We got the event. I'm gonna do the PSA first because I'll definitely remember the event. So the PSA is about fireworks. Look, I used to love lighting off fireworks too. We had a whole system at the cottage, it was great. 
I could burn through a couple hundred bucks worth of fireworks in like three minutes, and it was quite a display. The neighbors loved it. But fireworks are dangerous, and they are a terrible air pollutant. Now, what do I advocate? Well, not setting off your own fireworks for a host of reasons, two of which I just mentioned. Instead, seek out a professional display. Professional displays are also quite bad for the environment, but if enough people are watching the professional display instead of lighting off their own smaller, lower quality fireworks, it's not as good as if nobody lit off fireworks, but it's a lot better than if all those people just lit off their own. So, seek out a public uh, exhibition. There's one that happens at the end of my, well, not at the end of my street, but you can see it from the end of my street. Woodbine Beach has a fantastic uh, fireworks display. There are ones throughout the, the country, if I'm honest with you, because apparently we like to celebrate Victoria by setting off fireworks. If you want to see fireworks, go see the pros. There's our better, brighter, higher. There's more of them. And the net impact on the environment is better than if you just light them off yourself. Also, almost guaranteed that you're not going to lose a finger or an eye or one of your kids' fingers or eyes uh, at a professional display. So please consider that. Also consider the fact that the colors in fireworks are heavy metals burning. So white, that's uh, magnesium. Green is copper. Blue is, I think, cobalt or something else, depending on the shade of blue. I think like red is iron, but there's literally metal that's being burned in the air and the uh, exhaust, the, the, the byproduct of that is that you end up with the charred remains of heavy metals in the air and it's horrific for the air quality. And then all that stuff ends up basically in the lake if you're in Ontario or James Bay, depending on where you are in Ontario. Uh, everything in Ontario pretty much either drains into the Great Lakes Basin or into Hudson's Bay. Either way, it ends up in the Atlantic. So um, just bear that in mind when you're letting off fireworks or watching professionally lit off fireworks, as I would suggest. Other than that, events, yep, there's a bunch coming up. One I'm going to highlight, but I will mention, of course, it is the long weekend. Probably a lot of fun stuff going down. Great opportunity to have some beers and do a little grilling. You know, have some friends around. I condone that wholeheartedly. Uh, the event I do want to draw attention to. Uh, now, if you're watching on Instagram right now, it doesn't look like anybody is. But if you're watching this video in the next little while, uh, it's tomorrow, Tuesday, May the 17th. If you're listening to this in your podcast player, it's almost certainly Tuesday right now. It might be later. If it's after Tuesday, May the 17th, 2022, well, I'm sorry to say you've missed it. But if you are hearing this, Avling, my beloved, on Queen Street near Pape, is doing Queer Beer Night tomorrow night. This is a an event uh, designed specifically for people who identify as 2SLGBTQ+, uh, to come out and know that this is a safe space that uh, th that 
everyone is welcome, regardless of who you are and who you love and how you look. Uh, and just a great opportunity to try out uh, some Aveling beers. They're doing $6 draft pours, fantastic price. Uh, there's like a, a dumpling thing going on, veg and meat, available I think up until 10 p.m. Can't remember what time they said it started. It might have been around like 6 or 6.30 and it goes till late. So uh, head down after work. Uh, specifically, if you identify as a member of the 2SLGBTQ2... Oh, wait, I said two twice. I'm getting... I'm trying to get into the habit of saying the 2S part first. So sometimes I slip up and also try and add it at the end. Let's try that again. 2SLGBTQ plus community, of which I am a member. So I'm not going to be there, but I, I would consider it uh if if my schedule allowed it is not they're not checking your gay card at the door um i i don't have one of those I, I don't know where you apply but uh so you don't need to worry about that everyone is welcome the key is if you don't identify as 2slgbtq plus simply you identify say as an ally or whatever just bear in mind that there is limited space, and if you are taking up that space, it means that possibly somebody who does identify as such doesn't have access to that space. So it's not saying don't go, it's just saying please be aware, uh, you're welcome to join, but especially if it's getting crowdeder and fuller or perhaps you see a line, um, this is an opportunity for people who don't necessarily always feel safe in our spaces. Um, and so we want to make sure that that uh, especially people who maybe don't feel like they that they have events planned for them have an opportunity to get into this event. So just please use your judgment. Also, if you're homophobic, this is not the night to go. If you're homophobic, get over yourself and uh, don't go to good bars in general. We just don't need you around. Just drink. Bud Light at a Firkin and be done with it. Uh, <laughs> no offense. Actually, no, you know what? Take all the offense you want. I'll, I'll give you more if you ask for it. Uh, if you're not okay with just letting people be who they are and love who they love, stay home, man. We don't need you out there anyway. So, Aveling, thank you for putting that event together. Uh, it does look fantastic. As I say, if I wasn't going to rugby practice tomorrow night, uh, I would be very pleased to uh, attend uh, and, and take some time to, uh, yeah, drink some fun beers and, again, hopefully hang out with some people who maybe don't get out to that sort of an event too often. That'd be fantastic. Other than that, uh, yep, events, they're happening. Um, lots of things going down. It's getting exciting now. We're coming into summer. All the festivals look like they're kicking off, so should be good times. Uh, we were drinking tonight Roman Candle IPA from Bellwoods. Purchased it at the LCBO, but you can also get it at the brewery or order it online. Delicious. And if you don't know who Bellwoods is at this point, I don't know why you're paying attention to this podcast. Um, but uh, if you don't, look them up you will not be disappointed. Uh, what else have we got? Next Monday, holiday Monday, Victoria Day, as discussed, that's why we're doing Roman Candle. 99% uh, sure I'm not going to be recording a podcast next Monday. Due to the holiday, we are hopefully going to be away, as long as everybody stays healthy. Don't want to jinx that. But uh, 
because of that, I'm going to skip next week, I think. I'll be back the week after uh, as, as normal on a Monday night. Might just sneak in for a sneaky one if we get home early or something, but I think by the time we get back from the cottage next week, I'm just going to want to chill out. Oh, and as always, because we haven't actually talked about rugby yet uh, today, uh, tonight was the first practice for our junior, our minis, our little, little guys, U12 and down, under 12 and under. Right down to a couple of kids who were four. I saw them. I hung out with them. Um, it was fantastic. We had over 100 kids uh, between the ages of four and 12, which is amazing. Um, everyone out just having a ball. It's probably one of the best programs around. I'm just say in the province. Let's not get crazy. It's a very good program, though. So if you have a little person that you think might be interested in playing rugby, you get at me or just look up Bommy Beach Rugby. You can go to rugby.ca, which is Rugby Canada's homepage. Click the Play Rugby link and select Bommy Beach Juniors. We're right near the top of the list because, of course, it is alphabetical. So Aurora gets in ahead of us and I think Ajax and then it's us. So uh, come on out. We'd love to have you. Similarly, if you're a bit older or if your kids are U14, U16, U18, and also seniors practice tomorrow, if you are a senior woman, which is to say over the age of 20, they practice Mondays and Wednesdays as well. And they are also always looking for more happy to participate people. You don't have to ever touch a rugby ball. Come on out. We'll get you sorted out and playing. It is just an amazing sport. So that's what we got. That's why I'm tired. I've been jazzed all day, excited about uh, getting to do some coaching. And, uh, and in fact, tonight I did barely any. I'm, I'm an administrator now. Uh, so I just got to make sure that all the coaches were doing what they needed to be doing and okay. And all the kids were having fun. Got to hang out with some kids who I knew from previous years. Just, I've got kids now who are playing U12, my daughter's age, who I coached when they were like five so that's not a big gap, but it's pretty cool to watch that progression as they move up and move up and move up. It's a real blessing. And I am immensely thankful that uh, I get to take part. So if you're interested in any capacity uh, of rugby, do do get at me. I can connect you in and uh, you will not regret it. Well, maybe you will, but I hope you don't. I love it. And I hope everybody else does, too. That is it. Quarter to ten. Got to go. I'm tired. As noted, not going to be back next Monday. I will talk at you in two weeks. I hope you have a fantastic long weekend. You get outside, get to spend some time with people you love. Maybe, as I say, a little bit of grilling, a little bit of that. And uh, whatever it is you do, be safe, have fun. And we will talk at you in two weeks. If you're watching Instagram, I'm just going to click stop. But if you're listening to the podcast, once again, you know who this is. It's the Curry Brothers Check out that album, We Are the Curry Brothers. It's worth every penny. Night.